Hi, I'm Manny Fitzsimmons. I'm your Washington Realtors Legal Hotline lawyer. And I received a question the other day I want to share with you because it provides just a really great teaching moment, a teaching moment around the skill of drafting purchase and sale agreements, something that hopefully you do a lot of. Here was the question. The question was, may we use 24 hours instead of one day when writing the bump clause in the home sale contingency addendum and assuming both parties agree to use 24 hours, how would it be calculated? Now that's a question I received and I want you to think about that question and how you think the question should be answered, recognizing that every one of you when you put fingers to keyboard and you draft the purchase and sale agreement, creating a contract between a buyer and a seller, you are engaged in the practice of law and you're held to the standard of care of a lawyer. The question is, can we use 24 hours instead of one day? And the follow-up question is, and if we do, how would that time period be calculated? And what I hope occurs to you as you think through this issue is that the second question actually answers the first question. And how would it be calculated? Brokers, you're writing the purchase and sale agreement. You are creating a contract that represents the intentions of the party. If the language you create does not clearly define the intentions and the outcomes of the parties, then you have fail to adhere to the standard of care of a lawyer. So for a broker to ask me, can I use 24 hours instead of one day? And in the same breath, ask me to interpret that provision for the drafter, that alone is indication that the answer to the first question is, no, you can't use 24 hours. Hopefully you're familiar enough with Form 21 or any of the purchase and sale agreements in the statewide form system to know that the, the purchase and sale agreements include a computation of time provision. And the computation of time provision would define for the parties the meaning of one day. If the brokers write one day, everybody will know what one day means based on the computation of time provision in Form 21. If the parties don't want the meaning associated with one day, if they're trying to actually create some other outcome, then what would be created through the use of one day? Then brokers, you're going to have to define the new term. If the parties say one day doesn't work for us because we, we don't want it to be one business day that can't end on a weekend or holiday, because that's what the computation of time provision would say. We want it to be something shorter than that. Well, then brokers, you're going to have to define that. And the point of this video is you're going to have to define it in terms that are identified in the purchase and sale agreement so that any third party, because the ultimate third party is the superior court judge who's asked to interpret the contract, so that any third party can read the language that you put down and know exactly what that language means. For you to write language and then at the same time ask me what the language means that you just wrote, means that you failed to adhere to the standard of care of a lawyer. So this, this question around 24 hours versus one day is a really good way to illustrate this point, but you can apply this lesson to any drafting effort you undertake 
with respect to creating a contract between a buyer and a seller. Because you are held to the standard of care of a lawyer every single time you put fingers to keyboard and create that purchase and sale agreement for a buyer and seller. Make sure that the provisions you draft are absolutely understandable to you. And then my suggestion is that you take that provision you've drafted and you share it with another broker in your office. Don't go home and share it with the person you live with who's not, who doesn't sell real estate because they don't know anything about the forms themselves. And don't share it with your assistant who knows as much about this transaction as you do. The whole point is that you want to share it with somebody who is a third party to the transaction, just like the superior court judge would be, and who's also knowledgeable about real estate, just like the superior court judge would be. And ask that person, knowing nothing about this transaction, read this language for me and tell me what it means. And if when you do that, the broker friend who reads it for you says that it means something other than what you expected them to say, something different than what your intention was, then at that point, don't argue with that person. You don't need to persuade them that you drafted it well and they read it wrong. You need to go back to the keyboard and start over, take the information they give you and create a provision that does in fact define the intentions of the parties in such a way that the language can be read in the contract and the meaning of that language can be deciphered from nothing more than the words you put on the paper. This is a huge topic. It's actually the topic that we cover for two days in the Draft Like a Lawyer class. And so this is a little tiny snippet, but this question raised a really important issue. So I'm gonna close this video the way that I often do, which is to say, if you have questions, feel free to visit the website, warealtor.org, uh, and ask me a question by following the link to the legal hotline. But I'm going to also tell you that I can't draft provisions for you. If you if you wrote to me and said, I want to create a provision, draft this for me. I can't do that. I can't draft provisions for you. Instead, you have to learn how to be a good drafter to draft consistent with your standard of care, which is that of a lawyer. So... If you do have questions, feel free to ask them of me and I'll try to answer for you if I can. If not, I'll try to I'll send you to your managing broker or even advise you to talk to your own lawyer. And in every case, I'll thank you for being a member of the Washington Realtors. 